Do you ever hear the alarm go off and think, ugh, five more minutes? Well, you are not alone. Welcome to the Life as a Team Sport podcast, where we will take the concepts from sports and apply them to everyday life. So whether you're an athlete, a former athlete, the mom of an athlete, or just love watching sports, we invite you to come along with us as we explore family, faith, fitness, and have a lot of fun doing it. This is a podcast by the women of sport for the women of sport. Welcome back to the team room. You have Becky and Patricia today. Um, we we don't have a guest. It's just going to be us. But, you know, it's two days before Christmas. So um, I think it's going to be a really, really great discussion. Becky, how's your day so far? It is awesome. Awesome. I love that. Well, I know it snowed here today. Did it snow there? Yes. Out where I teach, it was snowing okay. as I left. Um, at home, I got home. It was just raining. Okay. Oh, yeah. It snowed a couple inches here. So my kids went out and made their best attempt at sledding and, you know, going nice. down the hill. Yeah. They made it down a couple of times before it kind of turned to slush. So, you know, it was, it was exciting. That's fun. <laughs> it is exciting. The first snow is so exciting. It is. I know. I was excited. Like just, you know, I was distracted. I'm sitting in virtual meetings, like looking out the window. <laughs> oh, yes. I, last week I zoomed with my students and we got a little bit of snow and they were like squirrels. They kept running to their window and checking. And I was like, okay, go check. Okay, come back. And, you know, yeah. and then we were all hoping for a snow day just to be able to, you know, go play in the snow and be a kid. So, right. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. Exactly. Well, I feel like that's perfect for what we're talking about today. Today, we're going to be talking about keeping the wonder and what that means, especially at this time of year. But first, I wanted to share a little something that was on my highlight reel. So I get up before everyone else in my house. It's just something that I've done for a while. I operate better in the morning. Um, I would say I'm a morning person. I don't think I'm you know, super annoying necessarily in the morning. I've met those people as well. Um, but I'm just Oh, you mean me? (laughs) I mean, I wasn't going to say any names. Um, (laughs) I'm the annoying morning person, everyone. I am just functioning better in the morning at night. You, I like it hits 10 o'clock and I'm just useless. So I get up early and I like to go out. I like to get my coffee and sit on the couch and just be quiet and be still for a little while. I read my Bible. I spend some time praying. And recently, I've been using this app that really helps me to focus. Because some mornings, I feel great and focused, and I can just do what I need to do. And other mornings, I feel like I'm just all over the place. And so this app is called Encounter. They actually started as a podcast, and now they've created an app. But it's called Encounter. And it is a 15 minute guided meditation and prayer. And it's just, it's super simple. It's easy. The guy literally like leads you through, it's the same voice every time. And he leads you through, you know, go ahead and find somewhere quiet to sit. He talks about breathing Mm -hmm. and controlling your breathing. He talks about closing your eyes and like, he really sets the stage for then being able to find this quiet place to be able to meditate and pray. And so I have been loving it and I've shared it with a bunch of people. So I wanted to be able to share it on here. And it sounds so lovely because as you were saying it, Patricia, I'm like closing my eyes. I'm breathing. Like there is something about (laughs) our breath and like calming down and allowing God to 
you know, talk to us. So definitely I'm going to check it out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll put links um, from our Instagram page and as well as in the, in the show notes um, so that you guys can check it out as well. So today, as you were saying, we're going to talk about the wonder, keeping the wonder in. Um, do we mean more like the holidays because of Christmas and the hustle and bustle? Is that kind of where we're going with this, right? Yeah. I mean, for me, keeping the wonder, if you take it back to an athletic analogy, is kind of like the love of the game, mm-hmm. right? It's that awe yep. and amazement and fascination that you have that just keeps bringing you back for more again and yeah. again. Definitely. So it's kind of like that. Like, how do we keep that childlike curiosity and love without getting overwhelmed by everything else that the season brings with it. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I like that analogy with sports. You know, we are a sports podcast and all, but sometimes I I forget, Um, you know, Becky, I got sports analogies for days. Yes, I know. You're good at this. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. So for me, I think it kind of started, I started thinking about this topic at Thanksgiving this year. So for me, the holidays kind of starts then, right? Those, the Thanksgiving kind of leads into Christmas. And normally for us, we will get together with family, whether that be my family. For years, we used to drive down to my uncle's house in Virginia and do a big Thanksgiving meal. Like we had so many people that the kids sat around the ping pong table outside in the garage and the adults (laughs) sat in the living room inside because there were just so many. And it was like a giant family gathering. And that's how I grew up and I loved it. And then my uncle and aunt had both passed away. And so we do smaller family gatherings, but there's still something about Thanksgiving that just means family to me. Right. And this year it was... It, it wasn't that, you know, with, mm-hmm. with COVID, we just, we weren't going to travel. And then some of the family that was going to travel to us decided to stay home. And so it just ended up being the five of us here in the house. But honestly, it was such a nice day. It was mm-hmm. just a day of quiet and rest and restoration. And I just, I just appreciated it actually. That's really cool. Yeah. I would agree with you with our time with the with Thanksgiving and Christmas as family is that, that day. Now I do have to say you, I'm not sure if you know this, but we, we live near the Coast Guard base in New Jersey in Southern New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And so they do this thing called fireside and they allow us to come on Thanksgiving day and Christmas day. Now you have to register and sign up and there's some paperwork, but my husband was in the Coast Guard out of high school. So he just about five years ago heard about this. And so we'd been, we would go down on, the holiday and get two to four recruits and they're, they're at basic training. Yeah. They let them leave the base and they come to our house all day. They come in, they take their shoes off, which is a big deal because they wear the boots all the time. And they Aww. usually end up upstairs and they're on their phones for hours talking to their family and their friends and their wives and their girlfriends. And, you know, and our mm-hmm. kids get to see um, us serving in action. And I think that, wow. you know, I really am missing that. We didn't do it this Thanksgiving. However, we ended up being with a, th- a Coast Guard family, which was really fun, um, <laughs> which is funny. But then, you know, it, it does, it, it really just takes Matt back to when he was in the Coast Guard. And it's yeah. really neat to hear him connect with these young men and women as they're mm. starting their career. And yeah. then, like, so this year with COVID, I, 
I did miss it. And honestly, moving up toward Christmas, um, a couple of days, I totally miss it. However, there's a part of me there. There's no hustle. You know, we're not gonna have to hustle bustle to get down there, you know, but it is kind of, it is sad. There's been a lot of sad from COVID. So that, that has been our last two, three years, Patricia, that's yeah. what we've done. And this year, that's really cool. Right. It's like, it's, it's, it was, it was really neat. And I, I do believe we'll do it again. Yeah. However, I do think like right now, it's just kind of a nice change. Like mm-hmm. as much as COVID has been sad that we can't do it. There's also good in that. Okay. It's different. It's okay. It doesn't make it yes. wrong. It's just different. Yeah. So, um, that the day for me, um, the wonder too, there's another thing I was thinking about. I wanted to share with you was at least this year. And I, I try each year is to have less rushing around, like really <laughs> planning out. I do. I really kind of plan out our December a little bit more because there's so many fun things. And Patricia knows me. I love to have fun. Right. Yeah. And so one time I said to my kids, yeah, my name's Becky fun Pinio. And my daughter's like, is your, is your root name? Fun, really, mommy? Is your middle name fun? I'm like, girlfriend, we have the same middle name. It's Shay. I'm like, so we, um, but I do, I do like to have a lot of fun. And so there's so many things to do in December. Mm-hmm. However, I've tried over the years to really narrow it down to like what is meaningful and what's going to make it so my family's not exhausted and like, <laughs> yeah. And right. Yeah. So for me, it's been finding the right things, the, the best yeses, you know, saying that yes to the best things. Mm, I love that. Yeah. The best yeses. Cause there's a lot of things we can say yes to and it's okay to say no. You know, yep. I think that's the other, that's the other side of that, right? Because we feel obligated to so many of these things, whether it be a work party or a family obligation or, you know, like, oh my gosh, well, they got us a gift last year. So we need to get them a gift this year. We need to get the right Christmas card. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. the list can be endless. And so, I like that saying yes to the right things and being willing to say no. Yeah. And that's a big thing as, as women and um, even men, but we are women. So I know as women, we just try to help. And sometimes we need to just realize when it's not, you know, not the right thing to do. So the other thing I was thinking I wanted to share with you is that um, finding ways to serve and help and give to others Mm. just to help our kids. Cause we're both, we're both moms now. Granted, there's lots of women that listen that aren't moms and that's okay, but it's really cool to like, even in our own heart, when we're giving and serving others, there's just that you can't even like explain it, but there is that feeling of just, um, warm, happy feeling of helping others. Mm -hmm. So, um, definitely, um, been working on that this month, always trying to work, but trying to really be mindful and intentional with our time and money to give it, you know, to give it to others. Cause there are a lot of people hurting and especially with COVID, a lot of people have lost their businesses or struggling financially, yeah. emotionally, you know, so, you know, the list goes on. So those are just a couple of things for me, Patricia, that really, um, in leading up to this podcast together, I just was thinking about, yeah, I wanted to, you know, share that. Yeah, no, I do think that that's important. And there's a strong emphasis on generosity this time of year, you know, whether that be giving gifts or giving money. Um, but, you know, like you said, a lot of people are struggling to do that right now. But I think the gift of time is just as valuable, if not more. And there are a lot of people that are hurting. So maybe who can you reach out to? You know, like who are you, who's on your heart right now to make a phone call, to right. jot a little note? Like, you know, like looking for ways that you can serve other people during this time, I think is important, whether you have the financial resources or not, there's definitely ways that you can give. Definitely. And that's, that's so true and, and good for everyone to remember at this time of year, for sure. Yeah. So 
right now, I know we've talked about a lot of the obligations and things like that and a few strategies and things that we can we can look at. Um, I wanted to kind of look at it from a holistic standpoint and kind of talk through mind, body, spirit. Right. So like what gives you life and how can you like be organized enough to say yes to those things and then say no to things that don't bring you life and be able to identify those things? Because that's, I think, a big part of why people get stressed out. So let's start with the mental side of it. Mm -hmm. So mentally, what are some of the things that you know are important that you need that give you life? And then maybe what are some of the things that you're like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I guess I would start mentally for me is um, just having the evenings, most of our evenings freed up to have family time and just to have, it doesn't have to be the whole evening, Mm -hmm. but just enough time to mentally re, re, um, what's the word? Re, uh, set, reset for Mm. the next day. Yeah. Because I'm teaching, you know, I've been teaching and, um, there's a lot of different things that go on in my world with teaching right now with, with COVID. So I definitely need time at night to mentally reset. So Mm. for you, what would you say for, for your, um, I think I have two, I have two things for me. Um, one of them is screen time. I spend a ton of time on screens just for work in general. Right. And, you know, my kids are all virtual in school. And so they spend all day on screens. And then, you know, like, because they're not able to get together with friends as much, they play video games with their friends because, right. you know, that's their social interaction. So I'm like, well, okay, like, I guess. But just like finding some time, some space to interact with them face-to-face, with my husband face-to-face, right. to be off of my phone, off the computer, off the TV, like... I feel like those spaces are few and far between these days, Mm -hmm. but really searching for those and being willing to put the phone down or close the computer or turn off the TV in order to have those spaces and really being intentional to look for them. So I think that would be the first thing. Yeah. And then the second thing for me mentally is the need to be organized. Like I, Mm -hmm. I don't do, I don't operate well when I'm not organized and I know it's going to sound kind of like a small thing, but for me, I need to know what we're going to eat for dinner every night. Like otherwise we're eating at Chick-fil-A. Like the yes. uh, Chipotle, you know, like that's just what's yes. going to happen. And that's I think true. the people at those restaurants know me now, but yeah. you know, it's, it's okay because those times happen and we're running around, but I like to sit down over the weekend and just write out a menu and it's not guys like, don't think that like, this is complicated or that I'm or some gourmet. great chef. Yeah. Like literally I'm writing down things like macaroni and cheese and sausage Monday. <laughs> like, you know true. what I mean? Like tonight. That's almost exactly what we had. Maybe that's why I said it. Tonight we had hash brown casserole and hot dogs. And like yesterday we had a crock pot baked potatoes and like a salmon that got put in the oven. You know, like it's it's super simple, but I just need to know because then the decision making is out of the way when I get to that point. Because by the time I get to that point in the day, I'm not making any decisions. Like, right. Yeah. I just well, they need say, to do they it. They say there's decision overload, isn't it? Or like there's fatigue, decision fatigue. Mm, yeah. So that's why people who are like, I've heard this for a president or someone said this, that they only wear like two pairs of pants a week and they have like three shirts and 
because <laughs> they're just decisions you don't need to make. Right. That way you can save your brain for better, for more, not better, but higher order thinking. Sure. <laughs> As moms and dads who cook all week or need to make meals, you know, right. that's I know. obviously very important. So I'm a meal planner as well, Patricia. I, when I get out of it, like I have not been doing well meal planning last week or this week, it turns into, we don't go out, but we will eat noodles and eat some <laughs> type of meat because that it's easy. Boil oh, the water. Yeah. I mean, the kids love it. The oh, the go-to yes. at my house is cereal. If dinner's oh. not made, my kids are pulling out the cereal. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> Mine would love that. But, no, they have to wait. They have to wait. Cause they yeah, I know mine are teenagers. So, I mean, they eat cereal for snacks. So <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, organized. And, um, your first one was face screen, time. screen time. Yeah. 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 Sitting off the screen and doing some real faces. Yeah. So. All right. So how about the physical? Oh, physical. I'll tell you right now. (laughs) It's, it's that I have to move. Like I Mm -hmm. need to work out at least, at least once a week, but usually it's two to three times a week Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be long. Like I just got on this kick. Um, I do some workouts with some neighbors and they call them Spartan workouts, which we start in their driveway and we run a little, we run out and back like down the block and then Mm -hmm. we do like certain exercises. So I've been doing, um, in my gym at work, I've been doing a burpee workout, which is like a burpee mm. every 20 seconds, every yep. 20 seconds for 20 minutes. So in between, right in between the burpees, I run around the gym or do karaoke or do a sit-ups or plank, <laughs> or I just keep moving. I have, I'll even just jog in place really. But, um, but I've, I did that Monday and Wednesday. My goal is Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So I'm hoping to get it done this week, but it's Christmas. So we'll see what happens. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I bet it's kind of entertaining for the administration to walk by the gym. When you're I hope in there. <laughs> I hope not, but I do put music on and I usually do it with the students. But, but you know what? I feel like you'd be a really engaging teacher on the other way. But you know what I'm saying? So like, it's yeah. good. It's good. I was just picturing you running around the gym. That's awesome. It is kind of funny, right? And yeah. I do do it with the students um, some days. And my coworker, he was in the military. And so instead of just doing like one push up every 20 seconds, he does like 10. And <laughs> of course. Like, he's, like, yeah. he's like, I'm trying to get to 500 today. I'm like, mm, oh my goodness, if I could off. just get the 60 done. I'll be happy. <laughs> right. Right. No, he's awesome. So yeah. that's cool. So what do you do? What are you doing right now? For well, your- for me, yeah, exercise is really important. And I do, I do try to get in a couple workouts every week. Um, but the other thing for me that I really know that I need, and I need to be intentional about it is sleep. Right. So right. I, I don't, like I said, I don't function well at night and I have this like turn off switch in my brain that like just literally sh- powers down at like 10 30 or 11 o'clock at night. And wow, so that's I late. just, I just, <laughs> right. <laughs> I just, I need to go to bed. And so yeah. I go to bed and I try to get probably seven hours. I, I do pretty well with seven hours and different people I know function on different amounts of sleep and you can kind of play around with it, but you need to know what amount you need and really be intentional to get that. I think it's really important. Oh, it's very, very important. And I'm definitely one of those who, when I hit the couch about nine, nine thirty, I'm done. <laughs> and I usually fall asleep. My husband will tell you that. But the other thing is that um, I am one of those people who don't need a lot of sleep. However, if I go too many days without it, there's, there's major issues. So, mm, yeah. Um, so yeah. I agree with you. Sleep is definitely, and of course, like we, I mean, I'm a health and PE teacher, so, you know, water and eating healthy are important. However, I do have two kids and I call them my sugar babies because we, <laughs> we do eat, we do eat fun things and candy and ice cream and all that stuff. But, yeah. but overall we, we do watch what we're eating so that we do feel better. Right. So um, yeah, I would definitely go there with the physical for sure. Yeah. yeah. Be my other physical. Excellent. So. All right. Well, the last one is spiritual. 
Yeah. Well, I know you and I both do our morning time, quiet time. And that for me, spiritually, that is like the best. Yeah. And if I don't get up before I can get going to work because I leave pretty early is I do listen to things in the car and the, the Bible in the car. I, I play music, sing things like that. But definitely for me, those are, those are like, they're not just important. They're, they're clutch. Like mm. the, what the, you know, I have to have those um, to just to function. And so spiritually definitely need to connect with the Lord daily. And, um, and you know what else spiritually, I need to connect with other people who love him so that I can be encouraged and be Mm. supported. Mm -hmm. So my husband and then some close girlfriends that are in my life. So I would say spiritually, I'm a, I'm a verbal processor and I love people. So (laughs) I definitely need, need to see, need to be around people. Mm. So, yeah, that's really good. Um, I would say the same for me. Um, prayer and meditation in the morning is really important. Um, and then the other thing, especially this time of year, is knowing my knowing my why. In other words, for me, the meaning of Christmas is so much more than just the lights and the trees and the presents and the family mm-hmm. time. I mean, those are all really important to me and I think important to a lot of people. Um, for me, it goes deeper than that. And I know for some of you listening on the podcast, you do already, you know, st- believe in the story of Jesus. And for some of you, you may not. And, and that's OK. But for me, from my worldview, I believe that we were all created by God and mm-hmm. that he created us and he loves us and he wants us to love him back. But right. in, in giving us the choice to love him back, like he could have just created robots. Right. And then we would all love him. But he right. wanted us to make that choice. But we have the option to not choose that as well. And so I believe that the first two humans that were created made the choice to not love him and to um, go against something that he had told them. And so in doing that, it broke the relationship that we have with him. And he wanted to be able to restore that. And so Jesus was his solution for that, sending him to earth as a baby and so for me, that's why we celebrate Christmas and it just carries a deeper meaning. And so reading the Christmas story is always something that I look forward to this time of year. And we mm-hmm. have a little Advent devotional. We do family breakfast. Actually, we don't do family dinner because my kids are here, there and everywhere. And <laughs> we're doing yeah. a lot of sports in the evening, but um, we do family breakfast and um, we we read the little Advent devos that you know, just kind of give us a thought for the day, a little piece of scripture, a little something to think about, a little something to talk about. But um, that helps keep me grounded and definitely something that gives me life this time of year. That's awesome. I love that. You know, they say, you know, eating dinner is so important, but I do believe being together at some point during the day is the key. Yeah. So you do mornings. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that. You know, you do have teens in the house. And so right. that's different. And we have to, as parents, we, you know, mold into the season we're in. So yeah, yeah I, I love how you shared about why we celebrate Christmas because that is the heart of it. And that's something, and knowing my heart, my life, my home, we've been keying into that as well with my children and what is, what is it all about now? You know, mine still have the wonder of Christmas with gifts and, and all kids do, but it it, it does go deeper than that. And we are, you know, trying to focus on, you know, why did Jesus, you know, why did he come? And, and the other, when they were little, we did a birthday party for Jesus because it's his birthday. And but then we always, right. It's cute. And then we're like, but why now they're at the age of, okay, well, what happened next? Like in order for him to come and save us, he had to come as a baby. Right. So. Um, it's funny. We're talking about this right now. Cause I had my FCA zoom huddle today with my middle schoolers and we oh, were cool. talking, we did the story uh, in Luke chapter two about Jesus and, and we were talking about it. And one of the, the kids said, wow, 
Jesus was a baby and like he was like us, but he was God. Like, how does that all go together? Mm. So it was really a great question. And I'm like, that's a really good question. Yeah. I love how middle schoolers ask such deep questions. That's really cool. Yeah. And so we really all just kind of like sat there and thought about it, you know? Mm. So it was, it was really, it's really neat to, to hear that from them. So um, I would definitely, I'm the same as you. I really enjoy that time and, and just trying to point my kids to, you know, the real meaning of Christmas and keeping him as the center. Right. So yeah, definitely. I love it. So hopefully that gives you guys some, some tools, some ideas from a holistic perspective to not get so caught up in the hustle and bustle of the season, but really be able to embrace what gives you life and embrace the season and embrace the wonder. Yeah. So Becky, before we wrap up, I know that oh, you no. <laughs> have been holding on to a great story for our blooper reel. So let's have it. Oh, you're going to love this. This is funny. I actually crack myself up every time I say it. So I will try to sound very clear here. So <laughs> I started teaching a long time ago, a long time ago. This happened when I first started teaching and I was married to Matt. And when I started at this school district, so it's a couple of years in and I'm going to have to, I have to give you just a little background so you understand what's going okay. on here. So okay. When you'd come into the gym, I'm a PE teacher. It, it was a small gym. It's not a full-size high school gym. It's like an elementary gym. Okay. You'd come into the gym and the students would be seated out in eight rows and they'd be boy, girl, and they'd be sitting one behind the other in mm-hmm. squad lines, we call them. Okay. So there's eight lines. So you have to imagine there's 10 to 12 kids in each line. So there's 80 kids. Like we taught a lot of students in the beginning Yeah. in my district. So when the kids would come in, they'd walk in, they'd be talking to their friends, whatever. They'd bop around, go to their squad. They'd sit down. They'd still get to talk a little bit, but then the whistle would blow. Right. Now, when the whistle would blow, Mr. Carano's my coworker, he would blow the whistle, and they would all get in their squad. It's routine, and they knew what to do. They'd sit down, and they would be quiet. Sure. Like, I mean, Patricia, I mean, like, pin drop quiet. Oh, like, yeah. If they said anything or anything, they literally would get in trouble. Like, it was just sure. very, we ran it very, very tight. So, Mr. Carano would sit in the bleacher, and he would be taking roll. So, I, on the other hand, was like, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, get some things done while he's doing this. Now, I was not talking to the students because they're not talking. So right. I went over to, so all the students, you have to imagine, they're all sitting facing Mr. Carano in lines. I go to the back, right to the left back of Mr. Carano. They can all see me. He can, he can see me too because he's looking, if he, he was looking over, he could see me. We have these desks and above the desks, we had these folders that were stuck on the wall and we would put the team names and all the kids that were on a team in these folders so that the kids could find their team. So like what team they would never ask us what team member they were on because they would go look at the board Okay, and and what team they're playing. They go look at the board. So they always needed to be changed, like because we would take them out and write who was playing what team that day. Mm -hmm. So, of course, here I am. I'm. I'm going to help and I'm going to get the class ready for the day. So I stand on the chair to climb up on the desk. Yeah. You know where this is going. I'm up on the desk. All the kids are silent and I I'm fixing the things I put them back in. And for some reason, don't know why I don't hit the chair on my way down (gasps) and I totally fall off the desk. (laughs) I fell off the desk, right? It sounds horrible, right? It sounds like I got hurt. So I fall off the desk and I'm, I'm on my back, (laughs) like on the ground and Right. And all the kids are staring at me and no one knows what to do because they're not allowed to move. They're not allowed to make noise. Right. It's so funny. So I will never forget this because I am laying there like realizing that everybody's staring at me. I'm also trying to realize, am I hurt? Like, but I'm embarrassed. Like, it's like all like all it happened so fast. 
this little boy, I will never forget. He was a seventh grader. Yeah. I, I will not say his name on the air, even though I so want to. He ran up to me and I will never forget. He's like, he's like, uh, uh Miss, Miss Pinio, are, are you okay? Like, Aww. and he didn't know if he should laugh or if he should not laugh. <laughs> I started laughing and I was like, I'm okay. Thanks. And I like, I got it because I was so embarrassed. So he kind of, he went back, yeah. you know, to his seat and, and in Mr. Carano, after that class left, he couldn't <laughs> stop laughing. He laughed to this day about me falling off the desk. Like, Right. I laughed this day because I'm like, oh, that my is goodness, so, so funny. So, I mean, first of all, you're standing on a desk, which they're not allowed to do. And then you fall off of it, which is why right. we tell them not to stand uh. on desks. <laughs> exactly. But I'm short, so I can't reach anything. So therefore, it's like I have to get on the desk. Like, that's so, fantastic. Yeah, it was too much. Was this though. your yeah. first year of teaching? Right. It, no, it was okay. like my third. It was okay. my first okay. year in that district. So okay. only like my third. Or, so it's, you know, really it could fall under it. rookie mistakes. <laughs> sure. We'll go with that. Even though I'm a klutz. So a little klutziness. But so. Uh, I love Oh my it. gosh, Becky. That was so, so funny. <laughs> I really, really I'm glad did. you enjoyed it. Oh, man. Well, listen, as we wrap up, we want to pass the ball to a woman who has inspired us. And today I would like to pass the ball to Sarah Roberts. She is a woman who's also on FCA staff down in Atlanta. And I'm actually really excited because she is leading a women's conference. It's completely virtual and it's completely free called The Huddle for Women. Wow. Yeah. So... It's going to be on rest, finding your people, and boundaries. I mean, doesn't that sound amazing? Oh, those are three good ones. Yeah. Okay. So here's the cool part for all of you guys. It's January 9th. It's on a Saturday. And they're going to have a session at 10 o'clock that's going to go till like a little after lunch. And then there's going to be another one at Mm 7 for the evening session. And it's completely free. And you can log in and watch the thing. And then we're going to do a Zoom for anyone that wants to join mm-hmm. who's a listener of our podcast. And so that's yeah, awesome. so Becky that's and I are going to so have fun. Life is a Team Sport podcast Zoom and anybody that wants to be part of the conference can watch the session and then jump onto the Zoom and we're going to have some discussion questions. We want to get to know you guys. Like this is part of building the community and so we are thrilled to be able to be a part of this conference that Sarah is is putting on in January. So I want to pass the ball to Sarah. I want to shout her out and just tell her that I so appreciate her and her organization and just what she's doing for women across the country and encouraging them. And I'm really excited that we get to be a part of it as well. Yeah, this event sounds great. Yeah. So you guys stay tuned. We'll be posting on our social media and also our new website that we just started as well. Um, and so there'll be a link on there and a page where you can actually sign up to be part of our huddle. That sounds good for my past the ball. I'd like to shout out my mom and I call her mama and I have known her obviously my whole life. And I just have so many things I would love to say about her. She is amazing. And she raised four kids and there's a few things 
that I love about her that I always remember. And one of them is a phrase she used while we were growing up that at the time I did not like, I did not like it, but she always would say, everybody's different, Becky, everybody's different. And like (laughs) all the time. And I think that was her way of helping me realize that there are many different perspectives in life and that because everybody's different, we should learn to accept and love and respect this everybody. So that is something I say to my own kids these days, and it does help. The other thing that I want to shout out to her about that I love is that she always believed in me uh, no matter what I was doing. She always believed in me and encouraged me. So I just wanted to give her a little shout out. Um, She's an awesome mom and she just gave all of herself to raise us. And she always just went above and beyond um, as our mom. And I just saw her give to so many people, just a very giving, giving person and always serving. So I just wanted to shout out to my mama and I know that she'll be listening with my dad and I'm just very proud to call them my parents. And I'm excited that they get to be in my life and journey through um, this neat journey we're doing together, Patricia. Oh, that's really sweet. And you know what? That is great advice. Everyone's different. It's true. So that is it. There's my pass the ball. Yeah, I love it. Well, listen, we hope you enjoyed our conversation today about keeping the wonder and you were able to get some useful tips of ways that you can keep the wonder during this Christmas season yourself. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe. You can also find us at Life is a Team Sport on our Instagram page. And you can also now find us on the web at lifeisateamsporteveryday.com. And on our website, you can find a link to register for the event that we talked about. And we'll be advertising that more on the website and on the Instagram page. Thanks for joining us in our team room. And never forget, life is a team sport and you are never alone.